Well, after covering the state house, passing legislative maps and passing congressional maps and Supreme Court district maps, and I think they've got a few other maps they've still got to deal with the state house, but uh, it's now time to start focusing on county level maps and even on those uh, municipal maps as well. Uh, joining us now on the WMAY morning news feed, I'm Greg Bishop. Brian McFadden is the administrator for Sangamon County uh, to kind of help walk us through uh, what to expect in the process of dealing with new county district lines. Brian, thanks for taking time with us. Where are we at on this process? Uh, well, at this particular point in time, we have a proposed map that was released publicly on Monday. Um, I'd like to point out that's eight days before there'll be a vote on the map, which will be July 9th, or excuse me, July 9th, November 9th, wishful thinking, November 9th, uh, will be the uh, proposed time for the vote, the final vote on the map, both at the committee level and at the, uh, the county board level. But the process itself started uh, really back in the summer, as I think everyone knows, the census data was delayed this year. So a process that usually wraps up in the summer for the county side of things is now going into the fall. But um, as far as process, you know, we've used the same process the county's used before. It's a very transparent process. Um, the map's drawn based upon 10 principles that were adopted unanimously and bipartisan by the elections committee. Uh, lots of opportunity on the front end for people to provide input, plenty of time, ample time on the back end for people to review what's being proposed. And I think really most important with this map that's being proposed, it will significantly increase the number of minority representation on the Sangamon County Board with the uh, addition of a third African-American, a third majority minority county board district. Brian, uh, one of the things that I've uh, picked up on watching the state house deal with this uh, is, you know, uh, groups saying that they didn't get enough time to provide input, uh, and and I really haven't seen much come out of the county as far as public facing about this process. Uh, do you have concerns that um, uh, people may raise uh, that, that there haven't been enough opportunities to provide input? Absolutely not. I mean, we we have six scheduled public hearings to discuss the map and for people to provide input. Four of those have already occurred. As I mentioned, we've released the map. We feel with ample time for people to review it. We've had people request data, shape files, all kinds of information on the proposed map. We've provided that. I think it speaks volumes that, you know, I'm here talking with you today, you know, five, five or six days before there's going to be a vote. And uh, individuals like Bill Houlihan, who I know you're going to have on, who's the county Democrat chairman, uh, who was both on WMAY yesterday afternoon and this morning has had opportunity to you know talk publicly about the map and review the map as well. So no, I think we've had a process that has had a uh, significant, uh, large number of opportunities for folks to provide input. And Brian, I anticipate that uh, some of the concerns are going to be uh, the the possibility these maps could uh, force. Uh, primaries for different districts. Uh, how do we avoid that if that's going to be a problem? Well, yeah, so that, that's an issue that comes up. And uh, the area that uh, is most impacted by this and, and the factors that are contributing to something that could happen is the fact that in the central uh, area of Springfield. So overall, the county population pretty much held steady. It declined by about half of a percent. But the population in the city of Springfield declined by nearly 2%. Most of that was in the central area of Springfield. Uh, so contributing to the issue of the potential of a primary or two incumbents put in the same district was the fact that we did draw a new uh, African-American County Board District. That's number one. Number two is we didn't really feel it would be the right thing to do to put a white incumbent uh, in that African-American district who potentially could 
provide a, a, a block for an African-American to be elected in a majority-minority district. And thirdly, all this is occurring in a part of uh, the community, part of Springfield, that's experiencing significant population loss. So all that really puts pressure on, on what you can do as far as incumbents, and we think we've minimized that as much as, as we could, uh, not playing games. I think you do see some game playing at the, the state and federal level with, with where lines go, but we try to minimize it, and, and we have. But it, given those pressures I've mentioned, uh, we do have a situation with the proposed map. And of course, it can be changed. Amendments can be offered uh, at the county board meeting to, to move lines, but right now it would have uh, two incumbents in the same district. And Brian, uh, we got less than a minute here, but uh, what's the deadline for this map to be passed? I mean, does it have to pass at the next meeting uh, in just a handful of days here? Uh, the deadline is mid-November, and the decision was to go ahead and, and have it uh, put up for a vote at the normal county board meeting November 9th. That's the board meeting that people are most often used to attending at the same time every month, uh, rather than try to slide some sort of special meeting into the schedule that could easily be overlooked. So the plan now is to have the vote uh, November 9th at the county board meeting. But again, there could be amendments to the map uh, there at that yeah. uh, that meeting, and uh, we could see that change. So uh, Brian McFadden, Sangamon County Administrator, greatly appreciate you taking the time with us this morning. Thank you.